I'm Danny. And I'm Danica. And we are biracial unicorns. The minisode. Minisode time. Ah, let's let's do this. I feel I feel braver. We normally what they don't know is that we when we record things, we normally do like minisodes first and then we'll do like the hard stuff. It's like our treat, right? Yeah. But we've had to flip because of stuff that's yet to come. But now I'm like, I'm warmed up. I'm ready. Good show. I'm like, I'm there's there's something that's gonna bring me down except for the fear of this topic. <laughs> always, always that fear. Mm-hmm. It's good. I'm I'm going into it. It's new me. I'm I'm keeping you in suspense. <laughs> no, <laughs> building building that. But the figure and to the <laughs> patient. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that would be an amazing topic, but that is not our our topic. We are not talking (laughs) Rocky Horror Picture Show this week, but I'm going to put that on the back burner. We should because Halloween's coming up. (laughs) Yes, that would be a great topic. Mm Mm-hmm. The topic this week is something we've we've already started to talk about okay. a little bit. Okay. So it's something I just want to do a, a deeper dive into okay. that we've we've brought up. So I know you're going to have a lot to say about it. Okay. okay. So I got I got my timer. I can see it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I got ten minutes on the timer. Okay. This week. Okay. I would like us to dive deeper into. The television show Scrubs. <gasps> I know we've like touched on yeah, the podcast, but have. I want to hear hear about like your relationship with the show Scrubs, girl. So as I had forementioned before, I this is was probably my first show I ever really binged. I binged that show before binging was a thing that she did. I just thought I was like, oh, that's just obsessiveness or anxiety where you just stay in and just watch the show. I. I I don't know if you ever have those shows where you try to low-key gauge if you're going to like somebody or not of how much they love that show. I think mm. I think low-key Scrubs was that show. I'm like, oh, yeah. And oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I just sat around, read some books, did some homework, watched Scrubs and see how they respond. <laughs> and if they're like, oh, yeah, I love them. Like, all right, we're going to be totally cool. And if they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what are we going to talk about now? So it was, I, I'm a massive fan. I'm a big, big, big fan. It just makes me happy. It just, even though they're serious notes, makes me so happy. I love the cast. And for the time, I felt like it was rather diverse for what was mm-hmm. going on. And if you think about it, like Friends was still in full swing. and was like the show. So if that dates it. <laughs> uh, bad feelings about Friends. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> if, if we ever have mini shows about things that were not that did were not as fun we can always talk about we'll put that on the back burner for that one of yeah. mixed feelings uh but yeah. but th- that gauge where we were television wise of what was popular that i felt like oh this was something a little bit different that was kind of going mm. on so what was before i go on for the whole 10 minutes what was your what's your feelings about scrubs yeah i i mean i don't think i felt as strongly about it as you uh, but I, I enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was good. I've never been into, like, medical shows. Scrubs was, like, the exception. And because it was a comedy and the way that was handled was really nice. And um, I think what I in particular loved about it was the relationship between JD and Turk. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, like, I don't know, just, like, that friendship was so beautiful and something that, like, we 
didn't really see on TV um, up to that point. And just like the ability for like men to love each other so deeply Mm -hmm. in a platonic way that was not toxic was so lovely. Like to just so unabashedly love each other. I, I, I love, I love that. I love that in anything (laughs) between any people like unabashed love is just, my favorite kind of love. So mm-hmm. I was I was a big fan and it was funny and it was different. The format was very different than anything else that was on TV at the time. And like you said, the diversity um, for the time was was really nice. Like, you know, Carla and Turk, two of the four like real main characters uh, were people of color. So I thought that that was always a draw for me. I liked it too because, like I said, I'm not crazy about medical shows either. But I think that was just the background because you could have replaced it with like an office setting. You could have replaced mm-hmm. that with a sports, or you know, put it them in an apartment, and you would still have these really beautiful um, highs and lows. And I think um, what I really enjoyed is that they had actors direct the show as well. And I thought that being able to see that different kind of temperament as the years progressed, I really enjoyed. I love that they kind of took risks. You know, they, they kind of went there. They talked about things like death and then that, uh, about race, about, you know, mm. health and diabetes and, and marriage and, and, and sex. And it was really interesting. They had female characters that were in that power struggle. I think in that time period, there was this little bit of like women are starting to be a little bit more assertive, but how does that work in this world? And and like you said, that unabashed love, like that is the definition of bromance. I think, did we not get that from them of just that deep intimacy that is really necessary? I think that show had a lot to do with men being okay with having like a, a bromance of being, of that this is my close, close friend that I share my life with that, you know, that I need that in my life. That is necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I don't want to turn this into an episode about the podcast, but that is something that Donald Faison says, uh, who plays Turk. He said that like he feels like a reason why he's able to be that way with Zach Braff, his real life best friend, is in part because of that show, and in part because that's who Zach Braff already kind of was, um, in a sense, like he was kind of like JD in that way and and Donald Faison talks about how he never had like a, a relationship with another man that way and, and had that level of comfort until he was like playing that on a show so it's like not only influential for other people but the fact that it was influential for the actors I think is really cool well I love that well I think it it, it dealt with the the itch, not issue but the the construct of masculinity Mm. Of, of what that really looks like because i think if you talk about donald Faison and the parts that he had played up till now being you know he had been in clueless and thought i think we also forget yeah. the other pieces that he has been in and, remember the and, titans and, and, yeah exactly yeah. Of, of just a little bit more of those stereotypes and being able to come around someone who's very vocal about his sensitivity and his background and he's not sporty and he is a bit touchy-feely and 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 that and realizing you need both and you can have intimacy and you can have a deep relationship and you can see how fulfilling it is and i love like trying not to talk about it but you they, they are very honest and open and they call each other out but you know that there is just it's that way nothing comes between them and i really i so desire to have more friendships where we can be honest and joking and call each other out, whether it be yeah. on what you're doing, what you're not doing with your lives. And just know it's because I'm not trying to shame you. It's because I want to be close to you. Like, I don't like there being anything between us. And I think more f- 
more relationships because they've talked about race and they've talked about um, on the show where the JD character kind of started getting ahead in his own career in Turk Haddon. And that there's always like that tension. And I think it was one of the very first shows where I like, oh, if, if they were not right, me in real life was not right. <laughs> yeah. Like I was not okay if they were not okay because you don't like that. We don't like seeing something so pure just kind of be like tainted and being pulled apart. Yeah. Like we, we've all felt that with a friend, haven't we? We're just like, it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and there was a, a very early episode that dealt with like Turk's character being the token black mm-hmm. doctor and like in all of the promotion for the the hospital and i think like for a comedy show to deal with that like so early in its run to even like name it and call it what it was is like particularly for the time but even today it was like really impressive and but yeah i think i think the friendships the relationships are are what make that show nice but they did such a good job of making sure they varied it because even the Turk character had a had a really interesting relationship with the El- uh, Elliot character. And mm-hmm. you would think there wouldn't be that because even when the Elliot character and the JD character kind of like broke up, they talked about something like, can you still be friends with your best friend's ex? I was listening to that when they actually watched that episode and talking about that in real life. I'm like, that is so relatable. Have we not experienced when you've kind of befriended your friend's ex and that you know and now that we're a little older now it's like you know people being divorced and where where do you fit in that with friendship as well and being able to bring that in a a way that's comedic but very very relatable i love that i love that they weren't afraid to have that the kelso character with the carla character that was a very interesting crossbreed yeah but also just like the realistic like nah i can't be friends with you (laughs) Yeah, your friends yeah. with him like <laughs> I love that naming of of what it really was and and I think the Danny and Jamaica connection also of like <laughs> Turk and JD being so different from each other in some ways but like finding that common ground and still like you can be friends with someone who's different than you and and I loved that like you know like Turk was into sports and into things and JD was into m- musicals and it's like very reflective of their real life personalities yeah. as oh, well it's ridiculous um, <laughs> it's ridiculous but it's lovely and I, I love that message because I think particularly in TV we get this like everyone's kind of the same or everyone's like you know a token rather than like a fully fledged character and and to see them like struggle with things like defensiveness and and competitiveness and like seeing their friendship survive those Mm. trials is really really lovely it's silly to it feels silly to talk about like a silly show in that way but it's true but there, there were moments where I was talking about not feeling right. If they weren't right, it, it's like good friendships are worth fighting for. And I think about like my, my own close relationships of just being like, has the road always been 100% easy all the time? No. Mm-hmm. Has it always been worth it to fight for it? Yes. And I think when you have those those relationships, even if it's in a funny show, you can't help but look at it. Laughter is a gateway to a lot of depth in life. And I love when writers know how to harness comedy. A lot uh, for someone who like loves comedy, who loves improv, like that. That is like my my bread and butter. That's where I feel most confident in when doing the performing arts. Is that because I feel like laughter 
really, really does break down a barrier that a mm. serious show like uh, what's the the oh great Grey's Anatomy or these shows have been on forever that you know they're used to having that note all the time, all the time, all the time. They know they're going to see something very serious, and you can almost become quite callous. But there's something about a laugh. There's something really beautiful about being able to make somebody laugh that already kind of puts you in a place of like trust and comfort. And so they could talk about one of my favorite episodes is about when um, JD and Turk were supposed to have steak night and they actually ended up staying with the gentleman who was passing away and stayed with them till the end and talking about like that episode to this day was Mm. we're talking about the steak night. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. So iconic, but yet something that would just, Ugh, it because I already had that level of trust and comfort that I was able to kind of let it sit with them and really absolve it because I knew if they got serious, I needed to get serious. Like with the Dr. Co- uh, Cox character, he would always mm-hmm. kind of be that balance and come in and bring those heavier notes of like, yeah, this life is serious. <laughs> and classism with the janitor. How many other shows would actually show that other part of an establishment like a hospital? There right. are, they're just as important. Well, they deal with it too between nurses and doctors, uh, also pretty early on, where like Carla talks about how, you know, she goes from being this mentor to these residents and it shifts at some point because of like difference. And, and she talks about how she became a nurse because she like felt drawn to this medical profession and she wanted to help people. But like realistically, she didn't have the resources to become uh, a doctor. So she uh-huh. became a nurse, you know, and then she's like, but in the end, like I do the real work anyway. So <laughs> it's so good. Oh, like honestly, it, that show just brings me so much joy. And I feel like it's really held up still like i even just re re-listening to it, i'm like wow this still brings me just as much joy and s- still mm-hmm. so much freshness that i feel like i anytime i can and, and that that's good writing that's good acting that's good chemistry and there's i think there's such a saturation of shows now because we have the streaming services that i'm like how many shows are just being put out just to put out things as opposed to what's gonna be still relevant and funny in 10 15 20 years you know but yeah. i don't know scrubs is one of them I mean, I think there is some things that are a little problematic. Oh, yeah. Well, um, they even said it themselves. Yeah, that are like a time capsule. (laughs) But on the other hand, like you said, so much of it and the heart of it really does hold up. Mm -hmm. Well, I was listening to one of their podcasts and they talked about, and this kind of like gut punched me. The writer, I think the first Christmas gave them all blackberries as a gift. Mm-hmm. like the very first the showrunner yeah, yeah exactly they like oh he gave us the first blackberry that came out and that's when i'm like oh i guess is this when i'm supposed to start using a wrinkle cream like i just i felt so ancient of thinking to me that show's not that old but when i think about it of how much has changed in that short amount of time of that you talk Girl, about that. never compare your age on the basis of technology because you're just gonna <laughs> feel ancient like so <laughs> fucking old because technology moves so quickly so like mm. talking about a blackberry it feels like you know doesn't feel that long ago but like in tech world it's like a million years oh, ago Oh yeah oh it definitely is i feel like a flintstone character like a bird's gonna come and start pecking at like a stone tablet like that kind of ancient you know blueberries are uh, blackberry kind of style um whatever fruit and phone technology you want to put together so (laughs) 
I mean, we should wrap up, but what is it with technology and naming things after fruits? I don't. Like, why? I have had this conversation before, and I still I still don't get it. If someone wants in the tech world wants to, I'm thinking, like, is it Apple, fresh? Raspberry Pi? Like, mm. I don't understand. Why? Why fruit? I don't. I know. I thought with the Apple, they're just like, oh, Apple from the tree. Gravity, the beginning, an apple a day keeps the techies away. I don't know. And I don't know why they call it a, a blackberry either. I don't I don't know. I have no clue. Because you're kind of taking a swing on some of these fruits. So yeah. if anyone wants to answer that question, I will gladly receive that because I have no clue. All right. Well, we should wrap this up. Any last thoughts about Scrubs? Thank you for the music of it makes me smile. Mm. I, I quote the show probably a bit too much uh, in my everyday life. And yeah, if uh, Donald's face on and or Zach Braff wants to come on the show, you know, you too can also be on biracial unicorns, you know, that's true. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Anytime. I mean, they're cranking out their show. It's crazy. <laughs> they're just like, you can tell they're like, they're used to working and they work hard all the time. They're just like, now that with the lockdown yeah. and everything, it's just cranking it. They're having guests. I mean, it is intense. So, you know, whenever they take a break, come up from the microphone. Yeah. You want to be a guest for once. We're ready. We right. have, you know, we, we've got you. Yeah. I mean, anytime. 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 Zach and Donald, we've got you. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap this up. Um, All the ways to contact us are in the show notes. You know where to find us. Uh, We'll be back next week with a full episode Mm -hmm. and in two weeks with a mini-sode. Yes. So excited. All right. Peace. Out.